You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hail Hydra. Whole gang, how are you? Kevin Goatee here, gutting the sacred cow. It's now time for you folks to hear the live show. We had Bill and Joanne come back for the umpteenth time, or their second live show, and they chose to do Office Space. Well, here is the show we did for those guys and girls who came to our show March 26th at the Carasotis Movie Theater in Secaucus. Bill and Joanne chose Office Space, the 1999 cult classic. Mm, yeah, I'm going to need you to listen to the entire episode and then leave us a five-star rating, two or three-sentence review, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com, also to advertise with us or just to say hello. And thanks again for being part of your week with you every week for an hour. We love you for that. We'll see you soon. And here's Bill and Joanne doing Office Space, the live show. Gather the sacred cow podcast yay oh my god i'm kevin goatee you know kevin is real and you know these two lovely fine folks in the middle the lovely beautiful joanne nosichinski yeah Uh uh-oh and her leper co-host from morning show bill schultz Billy's. <laughs> and a little bit Bill Lumberg and a little bit Billy Jean Kane. I'm like a combination of both. I'm like, well, he's not my lover. No, Billy but Jean But I'm Kane, just the one with the, the sun. Oh, that's that. Oh, not that. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Someone didn't pass the Improv 101, thank God. Are we still going? We're good? Oh, okay. Well, listen, we are here and we just saw Office Space. Mm-hmm. 1999. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot something. It's quote time. Hey, Yankees, you can take your apology and your trophy and shove it up straight up your ass. Kevin Israel, name that film. Oh, I, I, I was thinking quotes for this movie. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, I got ahead. I'm sorry. I'm a little, a little riled up. 
Say, that, say it again. Bears. God damn you, Bill Schultz. <laughs> well, if you couldn't do it, it was right in front of him. You couldn't How even are you a, a lawyer? Three misses- You're not using your brain. I didn't hear what he said. I was looking for the qu- I I we see, yeah. quote. Hey, Yankees, you can take your apology and your trophy and shove it straight up your ass. That's <laughs> why I said. Did he know you were. Was that planned? No, it was oh, 100% so not planned. It's printed out. That's when he wore the jersey. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Billy already is ruining this episode. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no wonder they bumped you guys till 12. Not you, Joanne, Bill. Thank you. Office I'm Space right <laughs> came out in 1999, a budget at the time of $10 million, a box office haul of $12 million. Ah, wow. just squeaked it by. <laughs> Bomb. IMDB, as we all know, is a scale of 1 through 10 with decimal points. Audience, you get to play along for your choice of a coffee mug, a hat, or Bill's thong and this T-shirt. You tell me which one to play for. Tell our guesses. IMDB, 1 through 10 with decimal points. Let's hear it. Go. 4.5. No. 9, but not no. 7.6. No. 8.8. No. 7.2. No. 8.2. No. No, a 6.8. I know. <laughs> we got the jokes, Douglas. We got the jokes here, buddy. We're doing all right. Is anybody close? There are co- the same question. Doug, Doug, I, I will say this. Douglas was the closest. 7.7! The STSD guys get a choice of a hat, a T-shirt, or a mug. And also, since they're here and I brought them up, the STSD guys have a present. These are the guys who do our artwork every week because they, they got sick and tired of seeing okay. my shitty Photoshop. <laughs> the best. So we can't thank you guys enough. We've got a nice bottle of Tito's vodka. Straight up, thank you oh, for you wow. folks. That's right. Come and get it after that. I don't know what that's going that for. All right. I thought that was my phone, but it's not. Now, critics, Rotten Tomatoes score. One through 100. You know it. Shout it out. So the next person can pick out. What do you guys? Yes, you guys want. you want the hat, the mug, or the shirt? The hat is yours. Shirt or mug, Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Take a guess. Go. 89 is wrong. 82 is wrong. 78 is wrong. 64 is wrong. 69, dude. No, it's not. 100. You can go fuck yourself. My brother's trying to be funny. I'm the funny one, the good looking one. Stop it. Next one. 82 is not it. Close. 84, no. 85, no. No. Well, you guys would suck in the mountain climbing, I gotta tell you. 80. Who said 81? Oh, somebody said Close. 81. Somebody well, it's on 81, that's why. No, 83. 80 winner! Give it to Ann Kathy's cooters over there. Shirt or the mug, Matt Carangelo? T shirt it is. Last one. Uh, audience score off of space. Go. 1 through 100. Nicole, don't you listen to the podcast? 90 close. 91. No, 99, 91. 88, no, 99, no. 65, no. 93 is a winner. Someone is now has another piece of flair to bring to the cattle. (laughs) (laughs) She's right next to you. Don't don't apply to his cattle. It's very rude, Bill. (laughs) Quotes. The Nazis had flair, but they made the Jews wear them instead. That's a good one. Good luck with the layoffs. Hope they go well. Michael Bolton, I'm not changing my name. I'm not the one who sucks. Kevin Israel, what quotes stood out to you, buddy? I never liked paying bills, so I'm oh. not going to do that anymore either. Fair. How about you, Joe? 
I don't really like talking about my flair. Fair. Who does? How about you, Shalty? Uh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> I like how you're always stumped by the format I, of the well, show you that you've done 17, 26 times. Pages of notes, but not a single quote. I will uh, well, mostly just cut and paste fun facts. Uh, That's my I job. Will, <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay, moving on. Wow. Get back to me. Let's call him Bill Speed Bump Schultz from now on. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts for you right now. It's time for five fun more facts. Five fun facts for you right now. Should we sing the song Five Fun Facts but in the key of staying alive? No. Okay. Five fun facts while office space. Staying alive. Ooh, Five on facts. That's Joanne's favorite film, Staying Alive. If you didn't know that, now yes. you do. Zero on Rotten Tomatoes. That and Revenge of the Nerds 2 share that honor. There and unfortunately, go. Police Academy 4, my favorite. While Office Space was in production, the studio executives at the top suddenly decided that the movie would be more marketable with a PG-13 rating and planned to get Mike Judge to seek a PG-13 rating. When this came down to the cast and crew, they were all horrified. David Herman, a.k.a. Michael Bolton, and some cast members agreed to start dropping more F-bombs in each scene to make getting a PG-13 classification harder so that the studio would drop the idea. Hmm. Good for them. Damn the man. Prior to Ron Livingston's arguably perfect casting the lead role of Peter Gibbons in Office Space, the part was originally offered to, take a guess, folks, huge star in the 90s and 2000s. Charlie Sheen. I wish. He'd be snorting cocaine off that O-O-O guy's face and dick. <laughs> Do Chris, I get some sweet cafe Chris, press Chris if I get this? No, he's probably dead by then. Who, what? Chris Farley. Was he dead by then? Will Ferrell, no. Not Will Ferrell, no. Chris Farley, no. What do I get if I get this? Brad a Pitt. vicious reach around from Tony Legata, the audio guy. I'll take it. Uh, Matt Damon. No. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. Ben Affleck. Oh, I would have loved to they see that. They wanted both Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. He did want Matt Damon. I just wanted yes. to fuck with you a bit, Bill. Yes. yes. Matt Damon was <laughs> also, <laughs> was also the, the top studio choice. This is right after Good Will Hunting, too. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? I'm imagining it. Who else was, thought to, who else was offered? Ready? Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson auditioned to play Lawrence before Diedrich Bader was chosen and whom was considered to play Joanna before Jennifer Aniston. Hint, huge, I wouldn't say huge, big star, famous daughter of a celebrity. Oh, um. He gave you a hint with one word he just said. The ketchup lady. Ketchup lady. (laughs) What? The lady who. Gwyneth Paltrow, no, but I like where your head is on that palette, you know, it's close. Huh? Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even know that. She's almost famous. I give you a hint. She, she oh, said, ugh, know. everyone hates Americans because they just want to put more ketchup on things. I didn't know that. Yeah. Who? Uh, uh, Paltrow said that? No, Hudson. Kate Hudson Hudson's said that. Oh. She should also make a candle out of her pussy smell, too, while she's at it. <laughs> Despite the financial failure of Office Space, the studio was eager to make a sequel. The original idea had made its money back in cable broadcasts and home media sales after becoming a cult classic. However, Mike Judge had a nightmarish experience making the first film and did not want to go through it again, so he turned down the opportunity to direct a sequel. Are we better for that or not? Yes. Yes. Agreed. Because of Office Space, TGI Fridays was inspired to quit with the flair. (laughs) 
Consequently, it had been phased out by the restaurant chain in 2005. Judge said that one of one of his assistant directors asked a Friday, Friday's employee about the change. He was told they, quote, removed it because of that movie, Office Space. That's like saying those people, but being very generic in their description. I'm against that. I miss the flair. Do you? Yeah, a little bit. You knew Do you think those mozzarella sticks taste that much worse with the flair? Because those you sticks You knew suck. where you were at when you saw the flair. You really needed the buttons to know you were in a Friday's? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All the did... crap on the wall didn't tell you? Yeah. <laughs> the sign, yeah, the, meth, the yeah. methed out eyes of the hostess leading to your table didn't clue you in? <laughs> Pro chilies, motherfuckers. Full hands. Full hands all the way. Yeah. As October 2018, the term ass clown officially entered Webster's Dictionary. Mike Judge, Mike Judge was credited first using an office space. There you go, kids. Ass clown. I forgot it came from that movie. I Did don't think it came from that movie. I, I agree. So. I thought I that was been around a lot longer than, uh, uh, than that. And now it is time for everyone's favorite topic, Ask a Gutter. Ask a gutter. You gotta ask a gutter. So, if you folks have questions, well, to ask our panelists, because normally the part is where we ask for you, please feel free to ask them a question about their thoughts on this film. We'll start with Eric first, and then we'll alternate if you guys want to ask a question. I can't stand off a space. No. I hated this film. I wish I was going to be there tonight. Go get them, Bill Schultz and Joanne. Oh, that's nice. Wow. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, that wasn't a question. He I said know. he wished he was going to be here. Right. No. Just so we're clear. Well, Crystal, thank you. Ken Born Turner, if you could destroy a piece of office equipment from any of your past or current jobs, what would it be? Explain in detail how you would destroy it. Serious detail. Make the live audience nervous. Bill, show them your arrest record. That ought to start things off with a bang. Well, I would destroy, in this very inside baseball, we have a uh, person we work with called Gino Bisconti. <laughs> and uh, he has all these stickers everywhere that says Co- COVID is just the flu with a better publicist. Bit of an anti-vaxxer that way. No, not, not, a, not even a little bit. Gino. And these stickers are everywhere, so I would destroy that. Not because I care about whatever trying attempt he's doing politically. I just hate looking at them. So mm-hmm. that I would burn. Oh, I well, Gino. both. Oh, like Gino. Hey, Joanne, what about you? What would you destroy besides you know what? Bill? I have destroyed this <laughs> many times at many places of work, and that is the work bathroom. Wow. <laughs> oh, I knew it was only a matter of time. She break. likes her fiber. I was going to yes. say, Joanne has yet to work a shit reference in, and boy, that train's never late. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there she is. Why do you think there she's on the she show is. all the time? Uh, Nemirovsky at Bill and Joe. This is a common one. What everyday piece of office equipment would you destroy, and why is it at Turd Eye, parentheses, Garrett? Oh, I love Garrett. Yeah. Okay. Bill? Wait, so we would destroy Third Eye or not? Third Eye, Third Eye. Uh, what else we would destroy? I, listen, this is Ask a Gutter, not Ask the Host. Yeah. Um, well, the little baby thing I don't like. Oh, the That's fucking satanic baby yeah, with the bottle? Yeah. I like that we have a little baby with very sharp teeth that she probably and made when she thought she was taking a shit. And it's in our you, set now. You bought it for our set. <laughs> Now it's like behind the curtain. Now you're showing. Or the, the suction cup dildo on the glass on the producer's I window. I that thing. Yeah. <laughs> why does it's it fit huge. all the way in? Is that why? Uh, uh, it comes out my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I've working at Compound. I've never really wa- been at a place where I was like, please, I want more boring stuff in this room. Right. Yeah. We have too much <laughs> of accurate. the like interesting. 
And Lots some might say fun ribs stuff. for her the, pleasure or mine. The coolest, though. Like tell them about the tombstone. Oh, that yeah, we just got that. Uh, we used to be called Morning. Horrible title. Now we're called Back Talk because we wanted to keep going with it because we went to the afternoon. And someone made us a tombstone in memoriam of uh, Morning. Mm-hmm. And it was made to look like Doc Brown's tombstone in Back oh, to the Future awesome. 3. And the person that made it, who's still anonymous, is pissed off at me for not realizing that. And it says shot. As much of a dork as I am, I didn't get I that. Love that. I love that. It says shot in the back over a matter of $80. $80. Yeah, I should have got it from brilliant. there, yeah. My yeah. brother's really like, yep, that's a winner. Uh uh, it was. Uh, I loved it. Hopper twenty four hundred. Uh, we just did an episode. Oh, that's Borat. Never mind. Uh, Katie, Katie Cohen wants to know. Superfan Katie wants to know. Sitting right front and center. Have you oh. ever worked for a real life Lumberg? Yes. Huh. A little detail would be you know appreciated. Well, I'm waiting for the lady. Oh, I'm a gentleman. I see. Even though I look like Bill Jean King, I'm a dude. <laughs> I'm. I'm still thinking. Well, I got a weird one. By the way, your uh, glasses look like you went on a date with Martina Navratilova last week. <laughs> They'd be foggier. She's hot. <laughs> uh, God, you can look him up. His name is... Uh, Greg Gutfeld. He, he was... Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> The editor-in-chief of Men's Fitness. And obviously I work there. I mean, <laughs> look at me. Uh, and he was a heroin addict, uh, bisexual with an open marriage... And you're going to want to edit this out, Kev. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, okay. no, I mean, this he's, is in the fucking Good luck final with the lawsuit. <laughs> he's fallen off the face of the earth, but he used to be big like 20 years ago. And I would work for him, and I was a freelancer at the time. And aside from the bisexual part, aside How from the heroin part, uh, well, he tried to do that with me, but I did consider myself, uh, he, he tried to do it with all of our staff. But he was Lumberg aside from those other factors. He'd come up to your uh, desk, say the exact same things that Lumberg did in the same cadence, but instead of, like, asking about TPS reports, he'd ask you to comment on his alligator leather boots. And that would be the conversation you would have, and then he'd maybe comment on your performance. I don't understand. In a weird, like, soulless cadence that Lumberg had, but again, bisexual heroin addict. Alligator boots. I don't understand gay code. Can you please elaborate for me? Actual alligator boots. It I was see. before oh, Peter was as big, but yeah. Uh, I would say Dan Bowden. He's easy Google. <laughs> I may, I keep may, all I that in. Yeah. No, no. By the way, all confirmable. You can't afford a lawsuit. I've been to your apartment. <laughs> no one sue me. He's not the one who gets sued there, fella. Oh, fuck. Uh, actually, you do have a lawyer on staff. <laughs> oh. No, no. Actually, all this is confirmable. You can Google all of it. Everything I said. Am I liable here, Kevin? Yeah. No, edits. All right. You won't have to edit anything. Uh, it's ad- all true, boy. That doesn't matter. Well, you asked a question. <laughs> it's all true. Part. He was a heroin addict bisexual. Uh, I meant Anthony Cumia. Replace <laughs> it with all of that. Did he have a tattoo above? I'll say his it two more times. Anthony Cumia. Anthony Cumia. Replace <laughs> it. Did he have a tattoo above his ass that says "Anything goes, sailor"? Actually, Gino has one kind of like me. Before we get to our fine guest, hey, Kevin, it's time to talk about our sponsor. Of course, Athletic Greens. We sure need Athletic Greens today after all of us are quaffing many adult beverages. Athletic Greens, as we know, there's a fantastic green powder you pour in your drink, your juices every day to help keep you... Healthy and hydrated. Kevin, tell us about your relationship with Athletic Greens. When do you use it and how? 
I love it. It's my drink in the morning. It substitutes for my first cup of coffee. Right. It gives me focus, gives me energy. And unlike most supplements, it doesn't taste like a chalky disaster. It's actually uh, pretty delicious. So it's, uh, it's good all around. Bill, don't say whatever you're about to say. You're losing Joanne. Does it keep you regular? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like back. A, I, I'm oh, just yeah. going to ask, yeah. but I know it's a read. So like, a, <laughs> like a baby's heartbeat. Yes, it's 7,000 five-star reviews, and it ha- it's vegan-friendly, paleo-friendly, keto-friendly, and it costs less than $3 a day. So, listen. Man. Be, do us a solid. Go to athleticgreens.com slash GTSC. Get five free travel packs and a year's supply of vitamin D. Athleticgreens.com slash GTSC. And now it's time for the guests to sharpen their knives, their swing line staplers, and sharpen their office politics and be ready to stab this sacred cow. So, Kevin Israel, let's invite them to Gut the the Sacred Cow. Perfect unison this time. <laughs> no delay over the internet. Twice. It's been done twice. Yeah. <laughs> Fire away, you crazy kids. Should we do it together? Do you want to go first? I'll How go first. Okay. Ooh, I like Wow. Um, All right. Woman takes charge. Listen, I... A lot of people really love this film, and I'm not just going to be here and shit all over it because to be a contrarian or whatever. There is one really great thing that this movie got right, and that is... That all Joannas are sluts. <laughs> this is something I have said as a Joanne. It is something I have noticed, and I say all the time, think about a Joanna you know. She is a slut. And if you don't like that, I'll call her Horrible. sexually empowered. I will, but, you know. <laughs> she's been around. So Jennifer Aniston's character, obviously, they got that right. So I do. I commend these filmmakers for that. Um, Otherwise, the main thing wrong with this movie is it had the wrong lead character. Okay. It should have been Michael Bolton's movie. And here's why. Peter is the villain. Peter is the fucking worst. He whines. He's a little bitch. He doesn't do any work. Then he goes back to work and continues to not do any work. And I'm like, why are you happier now? You're doing the exact same thing. Right. He takes long coffee breaks. He gets his friends into trouble. And at the end of it all, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to be happy being a construction worker. It just it doesn't make any sense. But Michael Bolton, mm-hmm. it would be so much more interesting to see his journey. And also yes. all of the music is his. The right. entire soundtrack of this movie is his, and he's the interesting one. He has the posters in his little cubicle. He has a whole life and hobbies and things, and I want to know more about him. I do not care about Peter. Also, casting, what's his name, Ron Livingston as Peter. Right. Worst thing ever, because it's Burger from Sex and the City, and oh. Burger from Sex and the City was the worst. I didn't care about him as Burger either. This guy, maybe it's just him as an actor, but I cannot stand him. Didn't like him in Swingers. I don't think I saw a Swingers. No. What in the Jeez. goddamn fuck? Not a huge part. I, no, wait, not a huge part, but... Yeah. Was John Travolta in it? No. Then I did Good not see Lord. it. <laughs> Again, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, so that, that really is okay. my main argument, and I think it's the biggest one. Um, the pacing, there's some issues with that, them getting into the plot, the hypnotism... 
Did he get a lobotomy? What was that? He's walking around like he got part of his brain removed. Although, Bill, here's a really great excuse for the next time you don't show up to our show. Just <laughs> say you were hypnotized the day before. And the guy died. Pen. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, those are my thoughts. Also, come on, the stapler at the end. It's the one thing that survived. That's the rosebud of the film, Joanne. <laughs> yes. But it's so, I didn't like that. Also, also, I mean, the glaring issue, he still would have been caught, even though there was a fire. Yes. It's an employee account number. Like, you couldn't see that someone made a really huge withdrawal. Right. From their, like, credit union account. So strange. It's the equivalent of Zoolander when they're trying to get rid of the files and they just try to destroy the computer. It doesn't work <laughs> that way. It's already out in the ether. Yeah. All right, uh, Bill, you go ahead. Uh, Joanne, you call yourself a woman. <laughs> Jesus. What do you, what yes? do, what do, you, you do? On the Supreme Court judge of, uh, you know, process here? Well, I mean, you I don't know biology either, I guess. You claim, you, you claim to be a woman. You yeah. claim to know something about sex in the city, correct? Yeah. And yet you neglect the obvious. Berger, i.e. Ron Livingston, who was Peter in this movie, yeah. broke up with Carrie with a post-it. Yes. Let me repeat that, a post-it. The entire movie is essentially a post-it. The actual poster for the movie was a man covered in post-its. Oh. It's office space. The fact that you can't get one from the other means I don't even know if you even watched it. Wait. Anyone else is stuck Sex in the and fact City. that yeah. anyone else is stuck in the fact that Bill just knows the entire Sex and the City through lines here? <laughs> All right, let's forget I'm about that part. Flummox. I'm Flummox. starting to be a little more Billie Jean King than Bill Lumberg in that sense, <laughs> but. Uh, the whole thing with Mike Judge is, and again, there's a lot to like about this movie because there's a lot that's Oof. kind of fucking great. But uh, the thing with Mike Judge Please is... Please don't hit the table, Bill. He has... Sorry, sorry, sorry. He has made himself someone that always does comedies with a message. Even Beavis and Butthead was the decline of Western civilization, and it was better than whatever Penelope Spheres did. Uh, idiocracy. I know you have arguments uh, against it. Overrated. It, it was not at the time, as far as the message was concerned. Now everyone accepts the fact that we're getting dumber and fatter, and this is the result. At the time, it was still a little revolutionary, and Silicon Valley finally figured it out and showed that in Silicon Valley, you could start off as being like. Just do good, or whatever that stupid Google ethos is, and end up becoming a horrible piece of shit. I am still not clear what the message of this movie is. And he has to have a message because, you know, it's like Wes Anderson has to be twee and look like he, you know, he can't not have flannel in the movie, or, you know, like Scorsese can't have something with mo without mafia ties. This is what Judge you don't know does. What the, you don't know what the message of this movie is? What is the message? You tell me. That happiness isn't found in your job. But wow, he found happiness in a job that he got right afterwards that got paid less that yeah. most people who have that job hey. he was, and it wasn't yeah. and it wasn't that, oh my god well there goes our whole construction contingent <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to construction contingent but wait, wait, wait. I've been she, in that she, she's contingent. okay she didn't say it in Spanish it's alright Joanne you're fine <laughs> how dare you uh, the movie and doesn't know what it, contingent. the movie doesn't know what it wants to be and uh, also the casting Jennifer Aniston 
God bless her, horrifically miscast. Ooh. Takes you completely out of the movie. Uh, the original script had... Uh, <laughs> Lynette Palladino agrees wholeheartedly. As long as I have Lynette, I'm looking at you, particularly with these amazing glasses. Uh, thank you, Lynette. Uh, she was horribly miscast. In the script, she just fucks Lumberg, the actual Lumberg, which is great. And it brings up all kinds of conversation about what, what you would think if your you know, girl that you were starting to date had somehow had sex with your enemy. Made him look bad, by the way. Uh, but they had to change it because it was Jennifer Aniston in the studio didn't like that because she was already Miss America on Friends. Horrible casting, but they needed someone quote-unquote famous. As a result, the guy that played Peter ended up even retreating even more into himself. He ended up being badly cast. The whole movie lost its trajectory because it never really had one, aside from its stupid tagline, work sucks. Move on from that. And Marketing is hard at work in that one, huh? You'll find that the movie should have been I'm sorry, not Michael Bowden, but the guy should have been Lumberg. Mm. It should have been from the manager's point of view where Lumberg finds the fact that he actually has a little bit of a soul and figures out a way from the way he's got to, in his horrible, soulless way, manage these people, realize what he's done to them, and make an actual arc. Because there's no arc in that movie. Mm. There's a hypnotized guy that just goes on to construction, and he'll quit that job in three weeks. But hold on. Believe me, need, I've done jobs like that. He will. Do you need an arc in a comedy? I mean, Naked, In a Mike Judge comedy, you do. Naked Gun doesn't have the best arc, but, man, it's fucking funny. That's not a Mike Judge comedy. Right. He, he's given himself this whole universe, and we, as a result, as an audience, adhere him to that universe. This thing didn't know what it wants to be. Mike Judge has even admitted that he thought the ending was not good and was very abrupt and made zero sense. And it, from that reason alone, it, it, was some, it, was, it was like an aborted fetus. They could have oh. been something great. Wow. Should have said That's the best fetus, new emo band I've but, heard of. Uh, it should have been Lomberg. It should have been focused oh. on Lomberg. And when he wanted to do a follow-up on it, he wanted to put it in the perspective of a manager, but he never ended up doing it. By the way, everyone, look at Bill's mug that says Inintech in on tech, here. I tried, yeah. <laughs> Fucking carrot top right here, everybody, bringing props to this shit. <laughs> uh, Kate Hudson might have been better. It should have been a no-name. But uh, to put the focus on Peter was a mistake. He, to a lot of the points Joe made, he was not the best guy that we would want to put our focus on. Give me a number, the two of you, each of you, I should say. One to ten. You first. Uh, there's certainly, like, some funny moments, but, yeah, I would give it a five. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's vanilla. It's a bare minimum to, to be an okay movie. How about you, Sheltie Poo? Seven and a half. Wow. wow. Look, what? she picked this movie. I'm trying. <laughs> I like Office Space. Seven and a half. <laughs> oh, it all comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like Joanne's point of saying it should have been uh, Michael Bolton's point because you're right. The soundtrack dictated everything. By the yeah. way, when was the last time you've ever been in a corporate America office and saw people's actual personal effects on the wall advertising gangster rappers, one of the things <laughs> that they like? You know, I could hang my NWA album cover on the fucking wall or whatever I worked. Oh, I like although, uh, I will take you that and raise you this. 
Whenever you see someone's personal effects on a cubicle, stay away from that. Too person. much opinions. Stay yeah. away. If they're troll dolls yeah. or if it's troll, troll dolls, don't decorate your cubicle. Go there. Leave. Don't make it yours. One stuffed animal. You're like, fuck this. She is crazy, or yeah. he is crazy. Oh, God. One thing. These guys, with little bobblehead dolls all over the place. <laughs> Fucking, they're gonna shoot the place up. That's like seeing a car with like 45 bumper stickers. Like this person has way yes. too many. And for me to say that you have way too many opinions, there's a problem. Yeah. Inner office problems right there. Seven and a half and a five. Kevin Israel, let's see if we can figure this fucker out. Yeah, so <laughs> I, uh, I'm i I'm stumped by everybody trying to figure out who this movie was supposed to be about. Of course it's, of course, of course it's supposed to be about Peter. Peter's kind of the bland every guy that we can all put ourselves in their shoes because we've all worked in a job like this. We've all worked in somewhere where we just didn't want to be there. And the, the the amazing thing about this is, if anybody watched the show Severance, anyone watch Severance? Uh, that show is about exactly what Peter wanted to do to himself. It's all about a company where you go in and you completely detach from yourself while you work, and then when you leave, you become yourself again. So you never have any memory of being at work. And it's a re- and it, it's I, it was almost like did they just watch that watch Office Space and come up with this idea? It's like the Men in Black Neuralizer. Yeah, right? it's, that's one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent what it is. It's a really good show. If you haven't watched, it, check it out. Oh. But um, Peter is Peter. Peter's supposed to be bland. The whole I actually think it was perfect casting because he's he's a decent looking guy, but not like crazy handsome. He's funny enough, but not hysterical. He's beautiful. He's just all right. Jesus, what? <laughs> But it's it's just supposed to be he's supposed to be a, 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 a <laughs> space filler for all for the audience to say oh, I can be in his shoes. We've all yeah. sat there and just stared at our stared at our screen and hoped the day passed. We all looked at our watch and been like, holy shit, it's only thirty minutes into the day. What the Ugh. fuck am I gonna do? We've we've all been there and we've all lived this this experience. We've all had some kind of job. Yeah, so let's live it again and watch it. Like. But, but Pow. he gets to do. But this guy gets promoted. But he he gets to do something that we never get to do. He gets to basically say fuck the boss, and he and it's not. Look, this isn't a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. It does it does lag in times. There's it's it's a little slow. The movie probably could have been twenty twenty five minutes shorter. This is an hour and a half long film. Yeah, and this it could is be been. short as a Disney fucking and film it, from nineteen forty three. If you think it did seem long, it, it yeah. did. It did. It, it did, did. It did drag at points. There are some. I think there are some great yeah. jokes. There are some great moments in it. But it, it the point that it's trying to get to, it it just takes forever to get there. And the payoff at the end isn't enough to make it to warrant eighty five minutes of of runtime. But as somebody who graduated college in '99 and yeah. was, was in the, you know, was in the working in a giant office in 2000, right around that, just hearing somebody say the Y2K bug, just yes. brought hilarious. Me, yes. it just hilarious, it just brought Amazing. me back, and I was like, wow, Weirdly that was astounding. like we were fuck. If if you don't remember the Y2K bug. People were losing their minds yes, over this. Like we were, we were. They were like, stockpiling dry goods. Yeah. <laughs> like people were convinced that when it turned twelve o'clock in nineteen ninety nine, the world was going to end. Right. Like our computer systems were. In, and then when it didn't, everybody was like, "Oh fuck!" A little and bit it, disappointed. And yeah. It, and, were you? <laughs> well, you didn't change anything because it didn't. It didn't Way to save the world, Tony. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down there, Show Harvard, off. all right? All right, relax with your resume, dude. Good God. Humble brag, dang. It's, it's, it, this movie is such a moment in time, and I guess I, I get that probably people watching it who are 30 or younger, 35 or younger, probably can't appreciate how 
it's almost like going to a museum and seeing some of the, the like the, you said, the floppy disk, mm-hmm. the computers, the fax machine, all the stuff we labored with in in the '90s and the early 2000s. That's not even an issue anymore. It's just it just the way people dressed, being stu- the traffic yes. scene. We've all been stuck in traffic, like. It was like Mike Judge was able to just take certain things and was like, oh, this is going mean, to hit, and this is going to hit, and this is going to hit. But then he didn't tie it together tightly enough or with, yeah. the, with enough of a plot. The plot was kind of weak. But there was another movie, and, I, and, and it wasn't Superman 3, where they did exactly what they do in this. They're, they oh they, they take a percentage of something, and that big was— Big Top Peewee, right? Yeah, yes, okay. Big Top that was what it was. <laughs> But so, it's code for pyramids. So the movie is the movie is such a uh, it captures a moment in time, and it's almost going to be it's almost like people watching this thirty years from now, it's going to be like a period piece. They're going to be like, oh, that's what it was like in the in the early aughts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it it doesn't it doesn't carry over as great as a as as a comedy. And it's funny because we just we just talked about Borat, and my only complaint with Borat was that it didn't have a narrative that runs through it to make it like a really full, complete movie. This movie has a narrative that runs through it, but not enough of the jokes and not enough tight ha-ha to make it run fast like a comedy should. A comedy should run... A comedy should run on the jokes, and this movie just has jokes peppered in around this kind of loose plot that doesn't really work too well. I disagree with Jennifer your Jennifer Aniston critique, by the way. I think she no, was... No, she's terrible. I think, but I, I don't think she's... She's not supposed to be important. She's not... She's just supposed to be this pretty girl that he, he kind of falls for. It's not like she has this, like, great moment in the movie where, I mean, her biggest moment is where she gives the guy the finger. And by the way, if you ever worked... I've worked in tons of restaurants. Mm. If you've ever worked in a restaurant... I worked in Bennigan's and I worked in a steak and ale. Stop uh, bragging! I know, I know. Friendlies. All better than being uh, a lawyer, I'll add, uh, too. Oh, yeah, it was so much better. Put it on airs. But if, if you've ever worked those restaurants that's exactly what it was like yeah it's oh yeah exactly they i'll just, re-raise you waiting you ever see waiting waiting wait that's fucking I, right i've to the never seen i'm core. told that's awesome the movie sucked is, but they had everything down to a fine science right, with right. that the, the, the movie of waiting the story again the plot isn't great but they do capture all the misery of working in a restaurant and this movie gets a little bit of it so you know for me it, it's tough because i saw this movie i think the year after it came out and i remember loving it and being like oh my god this is what oh, my sure. life is yeah. like oh, i know where this is going this, now this is this is it. This is it. But I, and I even when you guys said that you picked Office Space, I was like, oh shit! I love Office Space. Like this was the, that I. It's like almost remembering your like girlfriend in high school, and you're like, she was awesome. And then you see a picture of her, and you're like, yeah. I don't, ah! you know, what did I? What was I so into? I just liked hand jobs. Um, <laughs> and this that's what this is. This movie's kind of a dry hand job. You get off, but is it really that much fun? No, not really. Give me a number. For me, it's a five and a half. Oh, I knew he, wow. I saw that tip coming a mile away. I'm like, oh, he's going to. Is this as bad of a oh, heartbreak as Batman Returns was when we did this on the podcast? No, Batman Returns that was fucking so much still, worse. That's still stung. That stung. Did that. It is a lovely look. It is. Uh, let's talk about guttingthesacredcow.com where you get some sweet-ass merch like this. Go check it out. Hats, bags, mugs, everything. If you want to advertise with us like the Athletic Greens folks have, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com or just say hi, hello. Notes. <clears throat> Come on, iPhone. What a dramatic sigh you just did. Listen, 140 episodes. Right? Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> he's, like you. The, he's like the man in the sewer. <laughs> he just yeah. keeps popping up. You're, you're like the opposite of Waldorf down. and Statler and the Muppets because Yo, you're like really down low. That, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the best part of the Muppets. Still down here, sir. 
why do the assholes who have personalized license plates feel the need to reiterate what their type of car is on their plate? That's the worst. Like with Lumberg and the Porsche. I'd almost rather appreciate someone who spells out Yaris on their license plate than <laughs> Porsche. Michael Bolton looks like a less pussy version of Michael Sarah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Jennifer Aniston. She must take a shit with the bathroom door open because her boyfriends keep dumping her or they're forced to watch her shitty films. That's why dudes keep How dumping dare her. You? How dare you? No, it's because she's crazy. That's true, too. Or just boring. There is always someone working in the office who is the office fire alarm puller. The, oh, my God, did you see the memo? Oh, my God, we're all getting fired. That guy, like, I know who that is. If you don't, then you're that person. This is the best comedy duo from Mike Judge, hands down. I love the way they would watch videos, try to score with chicks, and want to set things on fire. Oh, wait, I'm talking about Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> they keep asking what you would do if you had a million dollars. By the way, you know they wrote a song about if I had a million dollars? It was what... The, Bare Naked they, Ladies. Bare Naked, yeah. and they came up with it first, which it was terrible. is horrible. By the way, how far away in time are we when people are like, you know what I would do with a million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> how? What, 25 years later, almost. I, I wouldn't be able to pay off my student debt. That's yeah. what I would do with a million dollars. <laughs> Survivor still pays a million dollars for their contestants. Like, bro, this shit started in 2000. Inflation <laughs> is a motherfucker. Yeah. The mullet he has his neighbor, that's straight business. The last time I saw a mullet like that, they were wearing a Donovan McNabb jersey selling nunchucks to Mexican kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to shoot an Eagle fans. One to be six episodes. I'm contractually yeah, obligated. Nothing like those morale boosters at work where you get to wear wacky shirt day. I call that any day of the week at DMV. Jeez. Or compound media. Why? <laughs> why, why would this guy, if he's going to cut out work early, I'm a master of leaving work early and barely working. Why would you not do all your changes save before having to leave? Like, why would you not save all that shit? 20 minutes yeah, before you want to leave. Yeah, yeah. Rookie, rookie move, rookie. dickhead. Yeah. yeah, very rookie move. Uh, I would love for Anthony Cumia to tell Bill and Joe that they have to come in and do shows on the weekend. That would be funny to watch. <laughs> well, we get paid per show, so oh. bring it on. Yes. I done. Could, yeah? Mm, oh, yeah. I couldn't stop staring at the therapist's bad hair piece. How about oh, you folks? Oh, so bad. Right? So bad. <laughs> I think I saw that thing meowing or whatever. Wait, and, and the mole or whatever. Yeah, yeah no, the birthmark. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I don't like that. That does offset me. Oh, gross. Yeah. You tell me, sewer guy. No, the I think guy's you're right. From, yes. No. Yeah. I don't know. Not the not the not the hypnotist. The neighbor was from. No, who's I lying think the is. hypnotist. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Good. All right, Tony. Go back under the sewer. We'll we'll call you. <laughs> I don't blame Jennifer Aniston for not wanting to talk about her flair. The only flair I like talking about is Ric Flair. Woo! Because you look like him. Did you all see the picture of Ric Flair on the train? He looks terrible. No, the, on the train. The picture. There's a picture. Of, oh no, no, no. There's a in picture. The movie? No. Uh, <laughs> on the internet, a there was a picture train. that's that circulated that was allegedly of him. Oh yes, yes, yes. He's, he's, he's eating the chick out in the train. Now, he's when, a very fine boy. In a whenever I see him, that's all I think of. Stephen Root is great in this as he is as Barry. If you have not watched Barry, it's one of the greatest shows I've got on late tube. That's a Horrible. That's a great shout-out. Sweet calculator watch by Michael Bolton. Everyone who had that watch used to cheat in math and type boobs or boobless yes. for a chuckle or two. My brother had that watch. I'm throwing you right on the bus. See? Walking away from the boss is almost as good as a fucking a 10, right? Oh, oh man. man. You must you be do rock hard. Yeah. You look at that stuff, yeah. yeah. The TPS reports, stapler, moving Milton to the uh, basement jokes. That's, those are bells that have been rung too many goddamn times. People hang their hat on this movie for those three jokes, and they're not that great. Mm. 
People want a corporate America satire, and this has been the best, open quotes, of the few. Hence why this film is very overrated. Oh, boy. I'm no computer criminal, but I'm pretty sure I would not label a virus, virus, I know, as a file name. <laughs> Terrible plan, bro. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a little smarter than the average uh, cyber thief, but goddamn. I mildly enjoyed watching watered-down Stiffler, Kevin Israel. I know we're a sucker for Stiffler. <laughs> and his O-Face soliloquy. He looks like every guy wearing a backwards pair of Oakleys on it has a VIP card at TGI Fridays. I thought that guy was Kevin Goatee, actually. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. I knew that was coming from one of you. Not two of you, you fucking turncoat. You're on my side, Joanne. He had better you had highlights. No, she's not. I don't have highlights. <laughs> I took the bait. I've laughed harder at Jennifer Aniston in Office Space than I did in the very few three-minute clips I've seen her in every Friends episode. See, she's such a blah actress that even Jennifer Lawrence would have been a better choice. Uh, Watch uh, this. Trigger warning. Oh, yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice yeah, no. She's such she a blah. Yeah. Hate Jennifer Lawrence. This movie is a reminder why I started this podcast, to get the fuck out of corporate America. Yeah. Oof. Uh, besides, I have to fly Friends out into Vegas in two private jets at a teeterboat in a few years. I made a promise. Thank you. Uh, Bill Lumber looks like dog shit for 41 years of age, folks. Uh, let's just call that as we see it. It's terrible. Uh, an hour and ten in, and we have our first black guy. Way to go, Mike Judge. I saw this film in college in 1999. I don't give a shit. I just dated myself again. And uh, I said the same thing now. I said then. This film is very overrated. This film hangs itself in a very few amount of jokes. Yes. It- oh, I know a guy like that. Oh, I know a girl like that. Oh, that's cute. I have a guy at work who does that stuff. Oh, they use those cliches, too. That is it. The plot line you mentioned before, yes, there's a plot line. We can all appreciate it. But the problem is, I said before, a million fucking times, comedies do not need to have solid narratives. I want jokes. And this film did not have many jokes. It did not have many jokes. And the same jokes they did, they repeated that were not worth bearing repeating. Four and a half out of ten. It doesn't age well. Although I have to ask, all right, very quickly. uh, Off the record table, we're in an intimate environment. When... Lumberg is the catalyst for them breaking up because he thinks that Jennifer Aniston slept with him. Show of hands from the ladies in the audience or men, did some of you secretly have a little bit of a crush on the awful person that was Bill Lumberg in that movie? I'm not talking about me, the lesbian dressed up as him, but the actual Bill Lumberg. Show of hands, to be honest. (laughs) I, I... Like, Uh, like, thank you, Lynette. Lynette. Uh, Thank you, Lynette. Now's not the time to workshop your material, Paladino. I've heard this bit 25 times. Yeah. Oh, hard no, really? Well, I guess that's why she's my actor. He's a solid actor. I had an ex-girlfriend that, that had a big crush on him. That is a solid actor, though. He's, yeah, he's oh, an entourage. Oh, are you kidding? Gary Cole, he's the best. Yeah. yeah. Talladega Nights, he, like, lost weight for a comedy role. Because he's trying to look like Matty yeah, as right. Will Ferrell's dad, yeah. Let's hear what those folks who wear Bill Schultz's glassic think, glasses think. Critics, five-star okay, reviews. Critics, five-star reviews. Critics, five-star reviews. Critics, five-star reviews. Office Space will move you with its subtle philosophical theme and keep you entertained with jokes that contributed to the Internet's age of memes. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Not got to get too many of them, man. Not all oh, this motherfucker. Not only made a satire in Office Life, but makes comments on white guys listening to gangster rap. I am attacked what? at this fucking point. 
For all of you listening to Backspin 43, this person go fuck themselves. Made it. But we've all done the lower the volume. Oh, 100%. We've all lowered the volume. Especially when Auntie Up comes on. (laughs) For those of you who can relate to dying a little every day in the cubicle, this film is for you. True. Imagine a live-action version of Dilbert or in the Company of Men reconceived as a lighthearted romp, and you get the idea of Office Space, the auspicious live-action debut of Mike Judge. This film does not make a strong case for Judge to move beyond cartoons to live actors. Yes! Beavis and Butted, one of the top five shows of all time. I'll fight you where I stand. It's because you look like Beavis. Well, it's funny, too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well done, Bill. (laughs) I mean, we have eyes. Finally. Critics, one-star reviews. Critics, one-star reviews. Critics, one-star reviews. Isn't it a shame that people expect certain conventions from their movies? I'm reading this verbatim. Niggling little things into interesting plots with beginnings, middles, and ends, and maybe a little character development thrown in for good measure. Why does this person have to throw that word in there just to make people fucking cringe? Ah. <laughs> I read a thesaurus. I'm going to try and say something that's going to get people in trouble. A shapeless comedy of little merit. So much dull non-humor. Runs out of steam while meandering through what becomes a less-than-inspired comedy caper. I agree with that. Fails to sustain its comic momentum or high energy level. I don't think it's had a high energy level to begin with. Nope. Need more energy. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon five star reviews. Amazon five star reviews. It's time for Amazon five star reviews. Five star reviews. 1999's Office Space runs the absurdity of white-collar employment straight up the corporate flagpole. Few satires are as timeless and widely relatable as this ode to the dehumanized workface warrior as its magically sketched characters and ingenious dialogue, fuck you, endure as reference points in water-cooler conversations across the land. Words! Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's, like, audition to yeah. be a... a- I don't know. This is their monologue to memorize for an audition. (laughs) Hello, Amazon reviewers. What's happening? I'm going to go ahead and ask you, uh, ask you like this movie because it's great. Quote, hate working in the office environment. I brought this one to relive the memories this gem holds, and I love every second of it. For those who have had their own red swing line stapler stolen, you should see this. So if you can just go ahead and buy now, that'll be great. Okay. Thanks a lot, everybody. This type of person sounds like yeah. they take about five minutes to hang up the phone when talking to somebody. <laughs> By the way, Swingline apparently made like a buttload off of red staplers after this They movie. discontinued them and then restarted them for this film. <laughs> Bonus fun facts. See, guys? Yeah, they had two. You're getting your 40 bucks worth today. the stapler for the movie because they didn't have any. Office space is required viewing. In a similar vein to Clerks, no, it's not. Oh, what? That's an insult to what? a top comedy. Oh, way better than Clerks. What? what? Clerks is the most overrated. Get the fuck out of That's New Jersey. It. Guys, you get said out of the last Jersey. time this podcast. It's black and white, and Kevin oh, Smith is just God. doing it on his own. Yeah. I wish, Office space kills Clerks. I wish Bill that. Schultz would end up like the Jewish guy in the bathroom jerking off who died. Oh, Wait a second. <laughs> what? <laughs> she goes and fucks the dead guy in the bathroom. You come to New Jersey. Yeah. yeah you uh, dare to get part of the name uh, of clerks. Yeah. I don't like Go ahead and slender dogma for all we care, but not clerks. How dare you? Dogma was horrible, too. Yeah, yeah. Office space is required. V- I already said that one. Next. Okay. Fall down, laugh out loud, funny, and too close to real life. From the daily commute to the cube farms, prairie dogging. Prairie. Where the fuck was that in? 
the worthless paper pushing boss and the GD printer that shows a paper jam when there is no paper jam. Oh, my dog. Someone's dyslexic. dyslexic. This is funny and worthy of its cult movie status, but is a standalone masterpiece of hilarity. Diedrich Bader is such an understated actor and a hoot in this one. Even Jennifer Aniston is funny with her flight over mandatory pieces of flair. Once you've seen yourself watching it many times, just because you've seen a little piece of your one life being portrayed in it. I copy and paste. I don't edit. I like the oh my dog because I can't say God. Well, hi, Dilly Ho, signed by Ned Flanders. Oh. Now we know we've got voiceover work. That was my role, I thought. We had this film on VHS, which we retired when DVDs became popular. But it is difficult to find older films sometimes on DVD. Oh, we had a dog. His name was Bingo, and B-I-N-G-O was his name-o. But Bingo got rabies, and we had to retire him. I made that last part up. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. I was right there with you. I, I know. I, I, totally I sell it. it. I sell it. I totally yeah, I sell it. it. I was like an old yeller. Amazon one-star reviews. Amazon one-star reviews. We realized it was supposed to be somewhat offensive, but remember watching it on TV a few years back and loved it. However, did not realize now the unedited version had so much foul language. Oh, my. And nudity in the first 15 minutes could have nudity. been a great one movie. One boob. Yeah. One boob. Okay, yeah. so that was the unedited version. I was going to say, I did not remember that scene with the boobs. Was that her, by the way? Was Who, Aniston? Gr- no, no, no. Was that the girl? Because he's like, doesn't this look like your girlfriend? No, no. That, that girl was, is married to George Stephanopoulos. That's Ali Wentworth. Wait, wow. I'm, yeah. Someone Whoa. took a deep dive. I'm a, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Ali. How many lives were saved <laughs> Thank you. how to correctly do a breast check? That's Come here, Bill. Let's see You're that absolutely answer. right. I, Google, I don't know. Not a little more nice. on the left. Or how but that many... was not in the original movie. Or how I many... do not. I always remember a boob. You know this. I uh, like we have a, Mr. We have, Skin we have a, here, everybody. We have, yeah, we we basically have a Mr. Skin segment. I do not remember <laughs> that scene in the original movie. I do. Yeah, yeah that was there. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've seen this twice. I have no idea if the boob was there or not. But I'll 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 it's prefer that rare PG thirteen with tit like one Titanic. Tit. This is R. This is R. I thought. No, it's PG thirteen. I have to look at that. It's PG. No, it's R. Right. Is yeah, it's too many fucks in there. You only get one fuck for uh, PG-13. It, no, it is PG-13. No. Oh my God. Google me right, for STSD guys. I believe it's PG-13. Another pointless movie, this one with no plot, abysmal acting, and not one sympathetic character. Jennifer Aniston provides us a pretty face, but not much else. If you enjoyed The Object of My Affection, this movie will be right down your alley. Otherwise, be forewarned. Object of My Affection. Who wrote that? Jay Moore? Michael Bolton was sympathetic. Jay Moore is the co-host in that. All right. I did not order this, and there seems to be a problem as <laughs> there's – I started laughing. There's no way to submit a concern on a help screen or a customer service number. I ordered it 11 days ago, and tonight it showed up as I had ordered it again. I did not. After much hunting around, I finally figured out how to cancel it. Rated R. Is it rated R? Rated really? R. Of course it is. Huh. Sex and nudity, mild. Where's Profan- the sex? Profanity, severe. Yeah, there's no sex. There's a simulated scene with there's only a, you see a leg. There's a naked breast. That's all it takes, man. Yeah, just one naked breast. We see breast. titties in the, the '80 films the and world PGs. Falls apart. Oh my god, we're so jaded. Hey, Kevin Israel, did Bill and Joanne gut the sacred cow? 
This is a hard one for me because Bill gave it a seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, you're out of your fucking with you, people. Seven and a half is like a great movie. Yeah. Seven and a half is. I a, like a, Office Space. Okay. Look, but, but I have to give Joe credit, and I hate saying that sentence. <laughs> uh, when she picked this, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? I but loved it. I, I have lost a good amount of respect for it. Seen it in hindsight. I see a lot more of its flaws. Yeah. Kev, but Kev, I'm but gonna, it's a warm blanket. I still enjoy You can change your seven and a half right now. All right. Yeah. Six, okay? Ooh, a point and a half degradation. It's weird that you get off on that. I I love that one number. I love when it's just right all the time. That's what I love. Kevin, go ahead. I'm going to do something that we've never done before. Stop. I'm going to say that this movie was gutted, but by you and me. Yeah! (laughs) You navel-gazing narcissists. (laughs) You both are Peter in the worst way possible. Fantastic. I'll Ugh. take it. Listen, this, I don't know. I feel guilty. I want to say this was Jordan to, uh, sorry, this was Pippin to Rodman to Jordan with the three of us and you on the outside uh, without the Bill well, Rep, wait, Bill's blood yeah, friends. No, <laughs> Joanne had a nice hand, but I'll, I'll, I think we did the final coup de grace and got the carotid. Yeah. Audience, what do you think? Holds up or no? Yay or nay? Yeah. Yay. So I can't. Uh, yays, hands in the air. One, two, three, oh, wow. four, five. How about nays? One, two, three. Is that a ha- hand raised, uh, Katie Cohen's sister? Yeah. Just scratching your hair? That's cool. Wow, all right. The yeah. yeas hold on. Well, you're all yeah. dumb, fuckos. Yeah. How about that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was personal. <sighs> uh, although I have to say, we didn't hear a lot of belly laughs tonight. Uh, I forgot to write yeah. that down. I sat here listening and go, not many people are goofing. So it might be because yeah. we've all seen it so many times. Yeah. There was yeah. one, there, and I don't remember what it was, but there was one joke where everyone in the theater The flair with the Jewish people. That one was the yes, one. I, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that was good. But that's it. Bill, and I, again, God, I hate giving you credit. That's a fan, and I wrote, I forgot to write it down, a fantastic observation. You people were not dying laughing throughout it, the film. They've probably seen a lot of times. Uh, I'm I guilty wa- of that. I watched Borat for our podcast just the other day, and I still fucking laughed like a maniac on that. That's and that film is 15 years yeah. old. 16 years old. By the way, Bruno. Still Underrated. Funny. Still Bruno, funny. Very Bruno's funny. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, a gay uh, minstrel show, but fantastic. You say that like it's a bad thing. I, you took it the way you wanted to take oh. it. Meow. Hey, Joanne, what, where can we find you? What are you up to? Um, you can watch Bill and I every Monday through Thursday at noon on compoundmedia.com for our new old show, Backtalk. Um, you can see wonderful segments like Nude for Thought and Top Poop and Bare Minimum. Um, what was the pun one you had the other day when I was on? I cracked up at the, one, the pun one I was laughing TikTok at. TikTok people? No, the other no, one. That's literal. Um, you don't know Joe? No, never mind. All right, forget it. Sorry to derail the show. <laughs> we have so many segments. I know. Um, so yeah, check us out there. You can also go to our YouTube channel and you can see like old clips and things and interviews and stuff. So, how about you, Billy Boy? Congratulations to Douglas and <laughs> Joanne. I'm very happy. But here's a question: Does she get the weird, almost Hollywood last name of Goodhart? Or does she stick with the even weirder Nosochinsky? Wow. I Ask her that I call after the, the show. Hyphenation. Hyphen it. Oh, too long. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Way too long. <laughs> no, I, I, like it. I like it. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. And the last thing I would say is Mark Twain was the one that said that stupid cliche. If you uh, find a job you love that you've never worked a day in your life, 
Fuck you, Mark Twain. <laughs> you can say that because you are Mark Twain. You're not like the rest of us. It's a little harder. And Office Space didn't answer that question. You can also also find Bill Schultz uh, next to me at the Chicago White Sox Yankees game this year, where I call a triple play right before it happens in the ninth inning. Yes, I've already given you credit for that. <laughs> Jamming that thought. Sad on. that you held on to it that much. Kevin Israel, Just, how about you, sir? Well, first of all, leave us a five-star rating oh, and a yeah. couple-sentence review on your podcast platform of choice. It means so much to us. Kevin Goatee just found a great one today. Which I'm going to read it because it's so fucking funny. hollered out. I'm going to read it. It's very was a dirty limerick. Uh, <laughs> Here I sit, brokenhearted, paid a quarter, then I farted. The phone is ringing, so I may not linger. So look out, butt. Here comes my finger. Beavis and Butthead, 1993. And then I added also Gay and Sacred Cow. <laughs> and at the end, this one is, if, you, if you're a fan of the show, you're going to love this for many reasons. Accidentally bought for $1.99 and Amazon has yet to refund my account. Decided to check out the back catalog. The hosts think they invented the remote test, in quotes. The remote test, in quotes, will never be part of the cultural zeitgeist. My, our favorite yeah. person, whoever this is. Whoever you are, hero. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, this is Pat's remote test for you folks. Bill, this is Pat's remote test for you. Oh, always. Joanne, probably not. No. Israel, mm. definitely not for me either. Okay. Or and go to kevinisrael.com for my comedy dates. Yes, and guttingthesacredcow.com for other shenanigans. KevinGoatee.com. Neither pass the remote test. Those that two things. Oh, jeez. Oh, Glad you jumped on my plug for that, but thanks. KevinGoatee.com, guttingthesacredcow.com, and but most importantly, thank all of you for coming to hang out. Thanks. You guys are the tits hanging out. This is always so much. fun. Fun. Love hanging out, seeing all you folks. And for those of you listening, eat a dick for not being here. Maybe you'll come here next year. Uh, love you all. Thanks again. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Yay. Thank you all. You guys are the best. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.